This podcast is brought to you by BrunerAcademy.com, your online resource for the best public speaking, presentation, storytelling skills courses. Become a rock star communicator in any setting. Visit BrunerAcademy.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Live Your Best Life with Liz Bruner. I'm Liz, and my guest today has a message to the world. We all need to choose life, and we all have gifts to share. But getting to that realization for her was not an easy road. Her mother was an addict. She was forced into foster care, and she admits making some bad choices along the way. It got so difficult, she was done, ready to end it all suicide, until one phone call changed the trajectory of her life forever, from one of pain to one of healing and helping people as a psychic medium. Kim Gedney, thank you so much for joining me today and welcome to my show. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. I want you to take us back to that time, to that day when you were so low that you had made the decision to take your own life. What was going on that you felt you had no other choice at that time? Well, you know, though it was a day that I had made a decision, I feel like it was truly just a lifetime leading up to it, a lifetime of circumstance, a lifetime of choices, things that just didn't promote anything healthy, whether it was physically, emotionally, any way possible. I just felt so hopeless. I feel like so many people have been there and feel that hopelessness. I've been there too, and it's really, really hard to be there and feel it and constantly try yourself out of it. So this is a place where you are feeling so low, you're hopeless. Did anyone know that you were planning to kill yourself? No. I had become a master of disguise, and I was very good at smiling. Mm. How are you? I'm okay. I'm great. I'm good. Everything's fine. I had become really, really great at doing that through my life because I didn't have the skills to deal with what I had gone through, what I was going through. I didn't feel safe enough to talk to anyone about it. As crazy as it sounds, as low as I was, I always felt like there was somebody who was going through something more. So why was my issue important? Wow. And I would imagine that there are a lot of people who feel like that from time to time in this world. It's on that day that your phone began ringing with a number you didn't know. And and like many of us, we don't answer those calls. Mm -hmm. But it kept ringing all day long. You finally answer it. What happened? Talk about a blinding message, because that's exactly what I got all day long. My phone was ringing and it said blocked call. Like many, I don't answer a call that I'm not familiar with. I just kept saying if it's important, they'll leave a voicemail. Dozens and dozens of times my phone was ringing all day and I just ignored it, ignored it. And then finally it got to be late in the evening and it was after midnight that my phone was still ringing And curiosity got the best of me, so I decided to answer my phone. And I can still, to this day, hear the voice on the other end. It was a gentleman, and he had a heavy accent, and he said, thank goodness you finally answered. I've been calling you all day. And I said, who is this? 
And he said, are you a healer? And I said, buddy, you have the wrong number. I don't know what that is. You've been (laughs) calling me all day. You know, I'm not who you're looking for. And he said, oh, yes, you are. And I said, oh, no, I am not. And he said, I do have the right number. I'm a monk. I'm calling you from Tibet. And I've received your number in deep meditation. And you have work to do. Today is not your day to die. Wow. I can't even imagine what's going through your mind at this point in time. What did you think? What was going through your mind? Did you believe him? I did not. But it was one of those situations where you just kind of be quiet because you don't know what to do. And he said, I need you to just please listen to me. I was in shock, truly in shock because I hadn't told anybody. You know, nobody really knew how low I was. He went through 25 to 30 minutes of pretty specific information, what my purpose was in life, what I was going to do, how I was going to do it. And when he finished, he said, you're never going to hear from me again. Do you know what you need to do? And I just said, yes. And he said, okay, goodbye. And that was it. Oh my gosh. Just like that. So as quickly as he came, he went. And I remember just standing in my kitchen, holding the phone and just sobbing uncontrollably because what do you do? What do you do when you're that low and you get this call and you want it to be real, but your mind is telling you, this is bold. This is not true. This doesn't really happen. So what did you do when you hung up the phone? So I cried until I vomit because that's what you do when you get that kind of phone call. And then ironically at the time, my mom was living with me and I remember going up to her room and I said, mom, you're, you're never going to believe this phone call I got. She looked at me and she said, Kimberly, people wait all of their lives for a sign. You cannot ignore this. And I said, okay. So, of course, I stayed up all night. The next day, I had looked up a name he had given me, and I found this woman, and I had called her. And it just so happens that she was a spiritual teacher, and she was teaching a class on mediumship. And I didn't tell her what happened. I just said to her, you know, I... I think I need to take your class. And she said, it's so funny you just called because right before I had someone cancel. So I have one opening. Oh my gosh. And I said, okay, put me down. I'm going to be there. (laughs) And then she told me how much it was. And I said, oh, I'm not coming. I had no money at the time. I had nothing. And she said to me, you know what? I, I just have this feeling like you need to be here. So you need to come. And I said, lady, you don't know. Like, I don't have the money. And she said, no, you just need to come. I said, okay. I went and it was a two-day class. The second day of that class, I remember being on my own, giving my first reading, and that is when I knew what my purpose was, what I'm here to do. And I've been doing it since then. But prior to that, you really didn't even know that you had this ability at all. Oh, no. Like others, I had seen on TV and heard things about psychics and mediums, and I was curious. But I never in a million years would have thought that I had any kind of gift or that I was, I could do anything like that. Absolutely not. But as you begin to accept these gifts, I think you've shared with me before that you kind of just assumed, well, whatever I knew, everybody knew, everybody had this kind of intuition. (laughs) Yeah, I did because I didn't know any better. As I'm able to look back now in different ways, I can see how my intuition helped me to survive, Mm. you know, to really 
maybe not necessarily understand other people or in situ or situations, but it helped give me what I needed to just keep going, to just keep getting through. You work as a medium, intuitive healer and spiritual coach. Can you explain a little bit of the difference and how it works for you? Because every medium and psychic and healer and spiritual coach, they all kind of get this information differently. How does it work for you? For me, the way that I work or receive information is that I just know things and I feel things. I don't see anything. I don't hear anything. I really just open my mouth and things start coming out. <laughs> I have no idea where they come from or how it comes, but all of a sudden something will come out and I'll go, oh, well, where did that come from? Specifically, when I'm working with people, I really set an intention before every one of my sessions that whatever that particular person needs is what comes. I don't do just really one type of session, meaning some people will just do psychic or intuitive sessions or just do mediumship sessions. But because I want my clients to get what they need, it can sometimes be one or the other or a mixture of both. So whatever is needed, I allow myself to be open as really just the channel and the middleman for whatever information is needed. And that information has been coming to you now for more than eight years since you got that unbelievable phone call that day. Do you know of anyone else who's had this happen to them to get that kind of a phone call? I do. I know of one other person. And believe me, I've searched. <laughs> I have searched high and low because I'm like, all right, if I'm crazy, if this is wrong, if it's fake, then I'm going to find it. And I know of one other person who received this and she actually ended up being my mentor and I never knew that she got the same call. So it was interesting how, how it all worked out. Though I'm sure there are other people who have had similar situations or, or something along these lines happen. It's nobody that I've directly been able to find. Well, maybe after this podcast, we're in 84 countries. Maybe yeah. somebody will call you. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> my phone number is easy to find. Oh, my gosh. You still have your day job, as I call it. You've always worked in healthcare, and you still do in a hospital. And you say, you know, you're, you're not looking to be famous or anything like that. But you believe you truly have been chosen to do this kind of work, to be of service in the world, to use this gift that you have to help people. What does that mean to you? For me, it's always changing because as I end each year that I do this, I can look back and truly see a theme, whether it's a collective theme of humanity, things that each client has come to me with. Because when I do sessions for them, it's not because they're doing great or they're in the best place of their life and they want to know what's next. It's because they're in a sad place or a grieving space or just stuck, you know, sometimes all of the above. I feel like if I can do anything to help them, whether it's a message from spirit or a message from the other side or just something that validates something they already know that gives them that little push to keep going, we all need that. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we all need something. And it's hard because We'll hear things from our friends or our family, but we don't often listen or, you know, sometimes it's harder because we know they care about us. They're invested in us. But when people come to me and I don't know them and I give them that validation or that peace, I feel like it does just spark something to help them. And as many people as I can touch, as many people as I can help, 
that's what I'm going to do. There may be people listening today who don't feel like they have anything special to offer to the world, who may be at that kind of a low point that you talked about. What would you like them to know? That we all have something to offer. It doesn't matter if it's large or small. I am beyond gifted and grateful that I have this gift. And because of this gift, I have been able to see parts of myself that aren't, quote, special, as, you know, we would kind of categorize it, that even if I didn't have this gift, I would be able to honor and acknowledge. We are all great friends. We are all daughters, sons, spouses, girlfriends, partners, mothers, you know, whatever it may be, we're all something to someone. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's just really hard to see that. It's funny because I have a nine-year-old son and he came up to me yesterday and he just held my hand and he looked at me. He said, mom, do you know how loved you are? And I looked at him. I said, what? And he said, do you know how loved you are? I learned that today. And it made me stop because I thought to myself, I am grateful every day for everything I have, everything I'm able to do for my family. I give love. I'm grateful. But very rarely do I stop to think about how loved I am. And Mm -hmm. we, we all are. So whether you're doing the loving, receiving the loving, we all play a role in this world. No matter how low you are, there is always something to keep going, always. Another psychic friend of mine, Laura Lynn Jackson, talks about this is the school of life and we're here to learn about love. (laughs) And you just touched on that so beautifully. Yep. And, you know, Kim, this is one of the reasons why I do this podcast is to share with people that I, like you, believe that we all do have gifts to share and that when we do, we have a life of purpose. And that is one of living our best life at the same time. What is your definition of living your best life? Just finding happiness in the small things and the big things. Spirit often reminds me that two halves make a whole. Unless we have felt sadness and grief and sorrow and pain, we wouldn't experience happiness and joy and love. They are never balanced, those two halves. Sometimes one will override the other, but there is always happiness somewhere along the way. Mm -hmm. Beautifully said. If you'd like to learn more about Kim or have a reading with her, you can go to kim-gedney.square.site. And if you missed that, I have it in my show notes so people can find you. You can also just visit kimgedney.com, K-I-M-G-E-D-N-E-Y.com. Before I let you go, I'm going to ask a favor of you. I'd like you to put your psychic hat on for a moment. 2020 was a very tough year. Is there anything you wish to share or spirit wishes to share with the world about 2021 that is important for all of us to know right now? Absolutely. Usually around the 1st of December every year, I sit in a really deep meditation and I say, okay, What's coming? What do I need to know or prepare for? How do I serve to help make things better? The word that immediately came to me was faith. 2021 is a year of faith, despite what that means for you, religious or otherwise. We all have to have faith and do something to make our world better. We have seen the collapse of so many things. However, 
things need to fall apart in order to come back together in a better way. So regardless of what it is, find your faith and just put it out there because those little pieces are going to make a huge, huge difference. Kim, thank you so much for sharing that with us and for allowing us to learn more about you and have you share your story with all of us. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much. I really loved doing this and it was lovely speaking with you. Well, you are so welcome. And folks, may all of you be open to living your best life by sharing your gifts with the world. I thank you for listening. And until next time, be well. This podcast is brought to you in part by Fast Twitch Media, helping people tell their stories and giving them worldwide reach. The future is in the cloud and Fast Twitch Media can take you there. Be your best digital self. Check out fasttwitchmedia.space.